following program is paid programming. The views expressed on the following program are those of its hosts and participants, and nowhere reflect those of the ownership, staff, or advertisers of WNRI. Well, it's one for the money, two for the show, three to get ready, now go don't you? Okay, thank you there, Elvis, and welcome once again to Dunn's Deal. This is the place where I do the dealing, and I deal them fairly. So, oh boy, 4th of July weekend is coming up, and uh, I'm going to do things a little differently tonight. Going to deal with some of the issues uh, of the week uh, in the first half hour, and uh, then uh, second half hour, going to do more of a um, 4th of July type of thing. Just uh, ease into the weekend, because it's, it's a good thing to do. And... I'm not as prepared as I usually am. I probably shouldn't say that. But uh, this this new job of mine is just getting in the way of this show. Ah, man, it's got me peeled. But you got to make money, you know? So anyhow, what I have been uh, garnering from, uh, from the news is how... Biden and his administration are still pushing for um, pushing to get the gas prices to go up. They really don't care that um, that it's going to hurt you. And in a way, well, it's not in a way. Actually, they're glad it's going to hurt you because they want to force you to get off of fossil fuels. They want to force you off of gas. They want to force you off of oil. They want to force you off of coal. Now, supposedly, these are our elected representatives, that they represent our wishes and and our desires. But they're not. They they are pushing their own desires, their own uh, ideas, and they don't care how much it hurts you. I'll play Jennifer Granholm again and listen to her cackle. This is how much the Biden administration, because she's a she's the uh, Secretary of Energy, so she's got an important position to play, and she oversees whatever gets done with. Energy, that, that's everything. Uh, that's, that's oil, that's coal, that's nuclear, solar, wind power. All that stuff comes under her rubric. And this is her attitude about you. 
Let me cut to it, if I may. In Sturgis, Michigan, it is $2.89 a gallon. I guess that's better than in California. What is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> that is hilarious. Would that I had the magic wand on this. As you know, of course, uh, oil is a global market. It is controlled by a cartel. That cartel is called OPEC, and they made a decision yesterday that they were not going to increase beyond what they were already planning. So, you know, the, the interesting thing is, you know, the Department of Energy has an energy information agency, and that agency does the forecasting of what oil and gas prices are going to be. As of, uh, as of right now, their forecast for the beginning of December is that on average, gas prices, gasoline prices, will be about $3.05 at the beginning of December. They're, they will do an adjustment to that forecast in the next week or so, so we'll see if that holds. Okay. Did you hear her cackle and say she wishes she had a magic wand? That's uh, exactly what Barack Obama had said at the end of, of his uh, administration. And when, uh, when Donald Trump was talking about bringing jobs back to America, he was saying, oh, what are you going to do, wave a magic wand and bring them back? Uh, no, he cut taxes. He cut regulations. Uh, one of the things that they're increasing on oil companies and energy companies, uh, he made Donald Trump made it easier for companies to be able to reestablish themselves in this country. That's why there was a great economic boom under Trump. Now, why is the economy kind of maybe sort of doing okay now? That's because we're getting back to Trump's economy before COVID interrupted everything. And again, don't get me started on COVID because that's a different subject, but that was manipulated as well. And you see, Jennifer Granholm was blaming OPEC. They've got to blame it on somebody else. It can't be their policies. It can't be because Joe Biden shut down the Keystone Pipeline on the first day that he came into office. The very first day he shut down a major pipeline that uh, that would have supplied huge amounts of oil to this country. He's also shut down numerous other pipelines. He's made it harder to to get leases to explore land. He's made it harder to do the actual uh, drilling for the oil. And then he's got to find someone to blame because he can't blame himself. He can't blame the policies of he and his administration. It's like, like Jennifer Granholm there, the energy secretary. She was blaming OPEC. Now Biden is blaming Putin. And, yes, the uh, war in Ukraine did affect the price of gasoline, but it was going up well before uh, that war started. And as I have said in the past, NATO started the war by pushing uh, NATO expansion into Ukraine, which Putin had for 20 years saying, that's a red line. I will go to war if you try to do that. 
just the same as as John F. Kennedy had told um, the president, the premier of uh, the Soviet Union, Nikita Khrushchev, if you put missiles in Cuba, we will go to war over that. Nikita Khrushchev backed down. NATO didn't. So you have a war in Ukraine that's blocking uh, and then the the sanctions went in on Russia who just happens to be actually I think number now they're the number one uh, oil supplier in the world the United States used to be you know it's it's Saudi Arabia it's Russia it's the United States we used to be number one but um, now the Biden administration uh, knocked us out of that position by shutting down our ability to drill because they are afraid of carbon. They want to get us off of any fossil fuel, i.e. carbon, which is what we are made out of. We exhale carbon and the plants, you know, soak it up and then they exhale, for lack of a better word, oxygen. Um, this is manipulation. And I've played that cut for you, and I've, I've brought in the article about David Ismay, who was in the environmental department there in Massachusetts, and said that we have to break your back, my back, the back of the populace, the back of the American people. And where's that going to put the American people? Where's that going to put the middle class? going to destroy the middle class. It's going to turn us into slaves. And, uh, and then the political elite will rule like kings and queens and lords and ladies. We need to declare our independence again, people. And this time it's not going to be from the English. It's going to be from the elites in Washington that want to break your back, that want to drive you into poverty, that want to ruin your bank account, they want to ruin your savings, they want to ruin your lifestyle, they want to ruin your businesses. Because you're the only ones left to break. We got rid of those big, ugly manufacturing uh, businesses here in these states. You ever go to, um, I think it's in Quincy, Assembly Row. Uh, and they built, actually, I think they, they were building cars uh, before the Second World War. And then during the Second World War, they turned out Jeeps. They might have even mass produced some boats out of there. But it's, um, it's in Quincy. And it's now a shopping mall. And... You know, upscale apartments there, but it was an actual manufacturing plant in Quincy, Massachusetts, you know, just south of Boston. Um, and yeah, it makes the water a little cleaner, which is good, but we no longer have that manufacturing base here. It's all been shipped out, it's been shipped out to uh, China. It's been shipped out to Mexico, Honduras, uh, Thailand, and I got a sneeze coming on. Um, a lot of other countries. 
And the middle class of the United States has been destroyed because of it. Donald Trump was trying to bring it back. But our political elite, and throw the Bushes in there too, you know, George I had a lot to do with opening up China. It wasn't just um, Tricky Dick Nixon. The Bushes had a lot to do with opening up China, and they made a lot of money off of it. So when Trump came in and said that he wanted to change things, he wanted to drain the swamp, that he was going to raise tariffs on China, uh, that hurt the pocketbooks of all the people in Washington, including Joe Biden, who is getting paid uh, by the Chinese communists. I mean, that whole thing about Hunter Biden's laptop, people, it was real. It showed how Hunter Biden was taking money from Ukraine and from China and from Moscow, and Joe Biden got his cut. Joe Biden is on uh, videotape at the, uh, the CFR Council on Foreign Relations, and... He was bragging about how he shut down the investigation into the company that that was paying Hunter Biden. The company's name was Burisma. And Hunter Biden had a no-show job there that he was getting paid about, you know, some accounts say $83,000 a month. Maybe it was more, maybe it was less. But Joe Biden gets a cut of that, and he used his power. This was when he was vice president. He used his power as the vice president because he was the head of honcho, the emissary, uh, the guy overseeing what was going on in Ukraine. And even back during Barack Obama's uh, reign, his administration, we were uh, doing clandestine attacks against uh, Russian-speaking people in the Donbass area. But I'm getting sidetracked on that. Joe Biden used his power overseeing Ukraine to stop an investigation into his son. And when Donald Trump brought that up in... Uh, um, in the campaign against Joe Biden, Joe Biden said, that's been debunked. That's a total lie. Uh, no, it wasn't debunked. But Joe Biden gets to say that it's debunked. The media goes along with him. So now we've got this dementia-addled idiot. That's running this country, running it into the ground, and jacking up the price for every gallon of gas you put into that uh, that car of yours, every gallon of home heating oil. I know it's it, <laughs> it's not uh, that big a deal right now. Oh, do I have that piece? Um, it is a summertime, and the living is easy. Joe Biden has been ruin, ruining the economy forever. The, 
the elites in Washington have been ruining the economy. And if you if you voted for uh, Joe Biden, you were in the minority. It had to be stolen in order to uh, make sure that he got in there so that he could undo everything that Trump did. He could undo the tariffs that we put on uh, on China so that he could undo having manufacturing come back to this country. And he's blaming Putin now. No, Joe, it's not Putin's fault. It's your fault. Thank you, Brandon. You did that. And it's it's incredible. And like I said, we really do need to have a second declaration of independence. Or actually just <laughs> let's reaffirm the initial one and reaffirm the Constitution and throw these supposed elites out. Everyone in Washington that's making money off of off of um, you know scavenging this country, off of uh, what was there is a movie from Pretty Lady. The guy was a, a scavenger. He'd tear up companies and sell off the, the the different parts and make a ton of money off of selling them. We've got scavengers down in Washington who are doing the same to us now. But it looks like we have someone on the line, so let's see what's on their mind. Go ahead, caller. What you thinking about? Well, I was... <laughs> this is Paul Mainville. How you doing, Jim? <laughs> hey, I'm doing good. How about you? <laughs> well, I'm well, thank you. Uh, happy Fourth of July and all. And Happy Fourth. I... I, I I heard you, and I wrote down a note. It was either a deep breath or a sigh as you started into tonight's show. And I thought, isn't it just, it's trying. It it, it weighs on you to continue, and me too, bro, uh, to continue to try to bring some semblance of sense to the most unsensible time in our country's history. <laughs> how many how many genders do you think there are? <laughs> I don't know, just two as far as I'm concerned. But uh, oh, you're a bigot! Uh, <laughs> I feared you'd say that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been called worse, man, and certainly uh, I just I caught that sigh and I was like, or oh, deep breath, whatever, and I thought when you do a show like we do once a week and there's stuff coming at you. Multiple times in a day, daily, weekly, and you sit there and you try to make sense of it all. The thing that I'll, I'll leave you with, uh, and I, I'm sure you'll appreciate it, how the hell can this be happening? Stolen election. Stolen uh, elections have consequences. Oh, is it awful, huh? And then, you know, you, you hear that John Dion speak the other day and say that Eighty percent of the people don't like where the country's going, and I said I spoke to that last night, and yep, said, "Well, you did. How the hell is any and Democrat going to get elected out there? They shouldn't. They're going to continue to steal the 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 mail-in balloting is so so much of a farce. But we, we we've got we've got that uh, set in stone here practically in in Rhode Island. 
Massachusetts also, brother. Yeah. I'm going from the frying pan to the fire because we're about to move uh, to Narragansett. Uh, I wonder how I'll do down there in the land of the Democrats, but... Well, there's strong, there's, a, there's a couple of Republicans down there, but uh, they're few and far between. <laughs> <laughs> I'll need to put up a sign. <laughs> Republicans want it. Anyway, good show. Keep up the good work, brother. Okay. I, I've got a piece here that you, you might find funny. Uh, this is... <laughs> uh, I'll introduce it, but thanks for the call. All right. See you, bud. Yep. See you later. So, uh, anyhow... There was a very interesting press conference that was that was done that uh, some intrepid reporters were able to get a hold of. They had to go down to the nether regions of of Hades, of hell, and they interviewed Satan after his loss. You had the big loss with uh, Roe v. Wade going down and, um, you know... The devil, Satan, wasn't too happy. Old Lucifer. And he got questioned about things. So let's pick it up and just see how that press conference went. Oh, yes, here we go. I want to thank you all for coming down here today. I hope it's not too hot. You can always turn the thermostat down a couple thousand degrees if anyone gets uncomfortable. As you all know, the team and I suffered a uh, big defeat this week with... Um, the overturn of Roe v. Wade. We went out there, we, we gave it our all uh, with fantastic offensive game, but ultimately the good guys and, uh, and Justice Roberts came in clutch. Played a better game. So let's, uh, let's take some questions. Uh, you, you there with the teeth. Satan, it seemed like you had it in the bag with Roe on lockdown for 50 years. What went wrong out there? Yeah, yeah, thank you, thank you for the question. Um, you know, we got to look on the bright side here. We, we put up some incredible numbers. Over 60 million PBAs, that's pre-born babies aborted for the lay person. It's an absolute world record. Uh, yeah, I can't take all the credit, though. This is a team sport. And uh, we got an incredible team. You know, got Planned Parenthood, Moloch, Nancy Pelosi. They all made this possible. It didn't go the way that we uh, wanted this time. But in the end... Still have a championship team of demons, devils, and Democrats out there, and you know, there's always uh, there's always next season. Excuse me, the devil. Uh, what are your plans for the Hell franchise going forward? No. Excellent question. Uh, obviously, this is a rebuilding year for us. We're gonna we're gonna build back better, and uh, we have some great up and coming prospects. We got Kamala Harris. Uh, you've heard her uh, demonic cackle. Of course, it's one of the best in the game. Scares even me sometimes. <laughs> you know. uh, of course, we've got all the, the progressive Christians out there. Uh, we've got the guy from Green Day. we got Pink now. And, of course, the Republicans with the weak defensive game. So thanks, Mitch. Um, you know, they let us remain dominant killing babies for over 50 years. And let's not forget, we still have, we still have California and New York in, in, in the bag, putting up incredible numbers in the child sacrifice department. Anything else you can tease for the fans out there? Well, uh, let's see. Well, while our abortion game will be down for a while, we've got some great stuff lined up. So we're going to be rolling out another Amy Schumer comedy special. That's good. Um, we got an even flimsier paper straw debuting next year. And we're putting more extremely long, unskippable cutscenes in video games. You know, the ones with the 
7 QT sequences where you've got to mash X or you instantly die. You have to watch the whole thing again. <laughs> Classic. Uh, so, you know, uh, don't count us out. You know, so many people helped us through the years. Margaret Sanger, Alyssa Milano, shout out to my homegirl, uh, Michelle Obama out there. Thanks for the support. Let's see, Jen Hatmaker, uh, Rachel Hollis, uh, the absolute goat, Kermit Gosnell, uh, pretty much every Hollywood actor, uh, except for that, uh, that guy who played Frazier, uh, uh, Joe Biden's handlers, uh, all the Republican congressmen <laughs> who've gotten their mistresses pregnant, uh, and the ladies from my favorite television show, of all time, The View. They do great work. Oh, and Steve. Anyway, uh, I got to make an appearance at a family-friendly drag show in Texas. No more questions, okay? This press conference is over. And oh, and, and Beelzebub, uh, release the beast. <laughs> Wait, what? Yes, release the beast. <laughs> oh, I get a big kick out of that. That is from the Babylon Bee, if you couldn't tell. So, um, yeah, that, that was a lot of fun. I was downloading, uh, I was finding that last night. So, anyhow, let's um, take a little break here, and then we'll come back with some more fun stuff. But uh, I think that's it for the serious part of the show today. Well, not that the rest isn't going to be serious, but it'll be more fun, a little lighter. So... Here's author James Dunn to talk about his soon-to-be-printed next book. The King Philip's War in New England in 1675 defined the relations, <laughs> for good or bad, between English settlers and Native Americans for centuries to come. Many of the battles are local to the Blackstone Providence area with long-forgotten memorials and grave sites. Smithfield was the Battle of Nipsichuk. The Battle of Sudbury in Sudbury, Mass. was a turning point. Mount Hope in Bristol, Rhode Island was the home of King Philip and the Wampanoag tribe. The Connecticut River Valley was a scene of many bloody encounters between the English and the Nipmuc tribe. South Kingston, Rhode Island, saw the Great Swamp Battle slash massacre. One Englishman stands out in this brutal conflict. He dared to learn to fight like the Indians did and won the war for the English. He was Captain Benjamin Church in the book, Captain Benjamin Church and the King Philip's War. 
The United States of Empire by James Dunn shows how the U.S. became a worldwide empire. It looks at the entry of the U.S. into both world wars. George Washington had warned us about entangling ourselves in European wars. Before World War I, the United States was not concerned with foreign conflicts. In World War I, we changed the balance of power in Europe. We went in to save the world for democracy. We expelled the German Kaiser and imposed our own idea of what Germany should look like. Propaganda painted the Kaiser as the evil Hun that was destroying civilization. So when the true barbarian rose to power, Hitler, how could we avoid being drawn in again? We saved Great Britain. Britain needed us again in World War II to save their bacon. We bought the hog. Now we are the empire. The book, The United States of Empire, in paperback, is available at Amazon.com. Okay, welcome back to the second part of Dunn's Deal. And uh, it looks like we have another caller on the line. So after this call, we'll get into some fun stuff. Hello, caller. Hello. What you oh. thinking about? Hello, Jim. Hello. I, uh, I watched uh, Tucker Carlson last night. Yes. And he was interviewing uh, the president of uh, Brazil. No, no kidding. Very, 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 very Bolsonaro, yes. Bolsonaro. Yeah. And uh, he said, Bolsonaro, he said his uh, country is the only country left that the Chinese haven't taken over in South America. They have gotten yep. all kind of investments there. Uh, they're uh, just overwhelming the countries. of, uh, And Brazil is the last one left. And boy, they want him bad. They stabbed him as he was running for election. Yeah, he, he almost him. died. Yeah, he's he's a tough right. guy. Tough guy. Yeah, and uh, the military uh, intelligence uh, officer, the great military intelligence officer, Colonel Oliver North, um, said uh, a few weeks back. I don't know if it was on Tucker Carlson or not, but it was on another program. He said that uh, overwhelmingly, China, mm -hmm. the communist Chinese. Yep. Are definitely uh, the uh, country to watch. Yeah, so don't worry about Russia or these other countries. He says China is the is the country to watch. The the problem is we're letting them get away with with everything. I mean, Trump did have terrorists on him. Trump was uh, putting uh, a chain on him, and right. Joe Biden has unleashed that chain. Right, right. Uh, also, the Chinese have taken over. They have ports in ev almost every country in Africa. Yeah. Uh, they're investing all kind of money in Africa. And there's only one country, Swaziland or something like that, that uh, hasn't been touched by the Chinese. There's this thing the called the, the, the Belt to Roads 
uh, initiative, which means they're going to build roads and and uh, connections between uh, Russia, Asia, and Africa, totally cutting the United States out of uh, commerce. Right. And on a uh, local note, uh, American Airlines uh, and got to do with inflation, hyperinflation. American Airlines offered their pilots this morning a 17% raise uh, in spite of the fact that uh, inflation has gone up 30%, so they're still taking a 14% loss uh, yeah. in their income. Yeah, well, this is, getting, how, many, how many people are getting a 17% raise? Right. You right. know? You'd be lucky to get a 5% raise. Yeah, so yeah. The, yeah. The wages are going down. Uh, in a massive way. Technically, yes. Uh, because the cost of living is going is so up. high. Yes. It's just eating up any raise you've got, and actually you're making uh, maybe... Uh, you're making less than your... That's, less than that's your, the uh, magic of inflation. That's why you want to avoid it at all costs. But right. we're in an inflationary right. spiral now. And, uh, yes. You know, it's it's, it's, it's going to keep on going up. Uh, so, what are your plans for the force? Uh, we're going to stay lo- right at home here. That's uh, good. We're going to have a few people over. And, good. And uh, we'll uh, just relax. Have well, a good, good time. Good. Uh, I've got some, one other some thing, stuff Jim. for that. Yes. How, uh, the question uh, I'd like to present, I'm going to try to play the devil's advocate here as to what, <laughs> what is going on here. Yes. Uh, I think... Political leaders uh, want to uh, obtain money uh, in the form of taxes, but they can't raise taxes. So what they do is this. They're printing money. I'm going to ask the question. How can we tax the American people 30% of their income? How can we raise taxes 30% of the American people? You you create inflation. And... and, and, uh, uh, and do it uh, without them knowing about it. I, uh, I'm trying to it? tell people. I'm trying inflation. Hyperinflation is the best way to take money off the people. Yeah. Okay. I got another <laughs> caller. I got to go to. So okay, have a yeah. happy Fourth of July. Happy Fourth. Yeah. Okay, okay. Thank bye. you. Yeah. Bye bye now. Okay, caller. What you thinking about? What's up, James? Fourth of July. As far as inflation, as far yeah, I hear you. As far as inflation, right? Yeah. I heard like in in the past two years, I think um, eighty percent of all the money ever printed, U.S. dollars was printed. Yep. And nothing's backing our money, right? World is changing, man. Are you sure that's a real Joe Biden? It's not like Hunter Biden in a uh, Hollywood suit. Because how could you ruin your name this bad? Uh, I, they don't. They don't care. I mean, obviously, they don't. They don't care. I, I, I really do think that he's Vinny the Chin, the mafia don that, that <laughs> pretended to be crazy, because they, they know that they're going to get caught sooner or later. And and Joe just wants to go. No, I was. Uh, I'm nuts. <laughs> it could be Hunter in a Joe Biden suit. They got a lot of Hollywood makeup right now, man. And like you played before that Jennifer Granholm. Man, I, I can't believe people support. These commies. 
because they are commies, the Democrats. They, they are commies. Well, I don't think the Republicans are going to save us, man. They, I think we're being manipulated. We're they, being uh, manipulated like I can't even well, explain they, it. They, the Republicans uh, can be considered controlled opposition. You know, yeah, they have you, to go back and forth on a seesaw of doom. Yeah. That's, what, that's what's happening. We're just going back and forth on a seesaw of doom. Well, hope, hopefully we get some more Marjorie Taylor Greene, some more Matt Gaetzes, some more Paul Goatsart, some more Rand Pauls in office. And I, you know, I, I know one election cycle isn't going to do it, but um, you know, we're just going to have to do it again and again and again. Mm-hmm. I hear you, man, because Independence Day is coming up, right? And, mm-hmm. uh, I've got... Got some stuff cool. about that if I can get to it. This country's in trouble, James. This country, I wish I could cement into people's brains just how critically and deeply in trouble these United States are. And I think in the next 10 years, man, we're going to witness things that we never thought possible. And I hate to say this, but you see what's going on and nothing makes sense. Well, Absolutely let, nothing makes sense, man. Let me play these uh, couple of cuts I've got got here. And they're they're hard. They're not political at all. They're, they're you know kind of funny. And there's a um, a song I want to play, and it just reminds you that you know we weren't all insane at one time. Even <laughs> though um, I've got a piece from Robin Williams, and he, he was insane, but he, he does a great piece on the American flag that I got to play for everyone. And um, it's it's incredible. I mean, a loony. What the Johnny Cash song? Raggedy old flag, I think is called. Um, it might be, it might be raggedy old flag, but it's not from Johnny, Johnny Carson. Cash. It's from like a live show. It's really cool. Uh, so, all right, James, man. Yep. Peace. Uh, okay, peace out. Okay, so let's get to uh, some of these. Let's get to some of these fun pieces here, and. You know, these are, I'm getting old now. This is like from the 90s, maybe. And just listen to what Robin Williams has to say about the flag. It's a comedy piece, but it's cool, really cool. I'm the one that they're singing about. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the Stars and Stripes Forever. Star Spangled Banner. You can call me Old Glory, but let's just keep it simple. Uh, just call me Flag. Oh, say, can you see? Okay. Well, you probably don't recognize me. Say, who is that, Evil Knievel? No way. Yeah, you see, you can't recognize me because... I'm in my birthday suit. Yes! I'm wearing the original 13 here. Yeah. I remember Miss Betsy sitting there going, Oh, this could be the start of something big. Yes. I was born June 14th, 1777. That makes me a Gemini. Unpredictable, <laughs> crazy. Yes. I like the outdoors, and I'm the life of any party, whether it be Republican, Democrat, Independent, Socialist, anything libertarian, I'll be there. You know, I'm 204 years old. People say, Flag, how do you stay so young? Is it jogging? No. Is it tennis? No. It's waving. 
unraveling and unfurling. Richard Simmons, eat your heart out. Yeah, but it hasn't always been easy for me, though. I had a tough puberty. Yeah, war, famine, invasion. And 1861, well, I had a little skin problem that broke out into 34 stars. But now, well, little patience, and look what we got now. Look at this. Hold on here. Ha-ha! Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, 50. Everybody's on here. Look at this. Alaska. Yeah, we got your Tennessee. How are you doing today? Here's Vermont. You can't get there from here. And there's California. For sure, totally. Like I said before, you know, I, I had a tough time for a while. I've been in a lot of wars. They fired missiles and muskets at me, but you know, come the dawn's early light, I'm still there. <laughs> made into everything from designer jeans to t-shirts and I've even been a cape for Mick Jagger. Well, all right! The Rocket's Red Glare! Well, all right! But people haven't always been respectful to me. Sometimes it's been tough. There have been some people try and spit on me, trample me, burn me. Foreigners and occasionally some Americans too, but I don't let it get me down because I'm not a stay-at-home kind of flag. You know, I've been to Europe. I've been to both North and South Pole. I was at Iwo Jima. Recently, I've even been to the moon. You see me in all sorts of different postures. When I'm like this, that means everything's okay. When I'm upside down, well, put on your Mae West and hit the deck. <laughs> but when I'm like this, well, that's not my favorite position because, well, that's half-masked. I don't, I don't mean to bum you out. I, I didn't come here to depress you. But I got to tell you something honestly. I haven't been getting out much lately. I guess it's not very chic to put up the flag anymore, you know. Muffin and I have a flag, but we haven't found it for very long. Hey, but look at it this way. Don't look at it as saluting me. Look at it as saluting yourselves. You know, hey, I'm just a flag, a symbol. You're the people. If I may say so from here, long may you wave. I got to turn that back on. That was a fun piece there. And if I can say, I mean, Robin Williams was no conservative, no re- Republican. But you know what? He's a lot of fun to uh, listen to when he's doing his comedy. And that was a great bit that he did there. You know, that's the kind of thing that's missing now is a uh, a unity. And we're, you know, well. I don't want to get into the reasons why or wherefore is right now, but, you know, be a really cool thing to uh, get that back. And the way to get it back is to go back to the basics. i got another piece here. This is a great tune by Ray Charles. Boy, am I sound like a DJ now? <laughs> Spinning those tunes, but you know what? This is worth it. 
deep south in the worst parts of segregation of Jim Crow and he can come out and still sing God Bless America with feeling and with heart you know so we've got to get back to that kind of place there where we're asking for God's forgiveness and God's blessings and get rid of the ungodly stuff out of our lives. Do I sound preachy? Oh, well. Uh, We've got to get back to basics, back to the roots of things. And um, then we'll see God heal this land. God will bless this country again. But we've got to do stuff ourselves. So I've got a few more minutes here. And... um, Let's see what else I might have on here. Some hidden blast from the past. I think I saw some... Oh, wait a minute. I did see something interesting. And... No, it wasn't Ray Epps. It was... A little further down. There we go. Johnny Horton. Hey, what about...
took a little bacon and we took a little beans And we caught the bloody British in a town in New Orleans We fired our guns and the British kept a-coming There wasn't as many as there was a while ago We fired once more and they began to run it On down the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico for some 4th of July fun. You know? Um, And that's the whole thing. Let's enjoy the weekend. Let's remember that this is still the greatest country in the world. Do we have our problems? Yeah. Can we solve them? We sure as heck can. You know, with God's help, we'll get through this again. We've, uh, We've been through some tough times. And, you know, we'll get through this. But um, let's bring God into this thing and truly bring God in. Not Nancy Pelosi type of uh, Christianity, but real Christianity, people. And then, then we'll see God heal this land. And we will once again be a blessed nation. It might look different. You know, maybe we'll reduce our responsibilities. Maybe we won't fight wars in every corner of the of the world because there's nothing in the Constitution about fighting other people's wars. But um, that's a subject for a different day. So, yeah, there's a little bit of a peacenik to me. But at the same time, there are times when we need to take a stand and fight. So... Only you can determine what the right combination is there. So anyhow, have a happy 4th of July. 
Enjoy the time. Light up some fireworks. Uh, have an adult beverage or two. And um, enjoy. This, this weekend was meant to be enjoyed. So God bless. Have a great weekend and happy 4th of July. This is a Dunn's deal. Tell your friends and neighbors to tune in Friday evenings at 6.05 for Jim's perspective on the issues of the week. You're listening to WNRI One Socket.